Welcome to Beyond the Press Release, a production of Gorecom, in which we speak to small cap executives after important news has come out. With us today, for the first time, happy to have him, Dr. Reed Robinson, Chief Medical Officer and Director of Novamind, trades on the CSC under the stock symbol NM, that's Nancy Mary. Now, for those of you new to the company, and that's going to be a lot of you, uh, to understand Novamind, you first have to understand this. Psychedelics are going to go through a parabolic, paradigm-shifting growth curve in the next five years because of their ability to treat anxiety, depression, amongst other things. Novamind is a leading, as you can imagine, mental health company specializing in psychedelic medicine. They're building the infrastructure required for a regulated psychedelics industry. Now, where most people use those kind of terms as buzzwords, Novamind's actually delivering. They've got a rapidly expanding network of outpatient mental health clinics, four in Utah, another one anticipating Q2. Uh, they facilitate over 20,000 client visits in 2020. That's up, that's up over 100%. And revenue in 2019, about $1.9 million. So they're on their way. Here to talk about the company is Dr. Robson. Reed, welcome to the show. Thanks, George. Glad to be here. Hey, glad to have you because this is such an amazing and exciting space. And you guys are already off and running. Uh, before we talk about the specifics of the company, Let's first talk about, you know, you're a doctor, now obviously. How big of a role are psychedelics going to play in society in the next few years, this decade? Yeah, I think like you alluded to, it's not, a, not just a psychedelics revolution. It's really a mental health revolution. Uh, I think as, as a psychiatrist, uh, I've been waiting for years for breakthrough therapies to come along that, uh, that can really change the game in terms of treating some of those difficult uh, mental health conditions like treatment resistant depression, PTSD, or we just haven't had adequate therapeutics in the past. Why is it psychedelics are making a resurgence now? Because I've done some research and back in the 50s and 60s, there was considerable research being done exactly for this reason. And then it seems like they got on the on the bad list uh, just because of the I guess the hippie culture. Why are they making a resurgence now? Yeah, it really was a societal cultural phenomenon back then. Uh, while there was very positive data, there was also a lot of fear, and the the culture, the political climate at the time, uh, and perhaps a few uh, you know potentially overzealous individuals. Uh, led to this perfect storm of scheduling these medicines as uh, banned schedule one uh, illegal drugs that made it very hard to even study in clinical trials, let alone give clinically. How big of a role do you think? I mean, I've heard anecdotal evidence from a couple of clients, a couple of friends who are microdosing and have seen tremendous changes in their, in their, in their mental health, but that's just me anecdotally, you know, you're, you're a doctor, what kind of impact have you seen on people that excites you about the future of, of this industry? Yeah, let's look at a couple examples. One would be PTSD that I mentioned, where it's, it's very hard to treat using traditional talk therapy or uh, medicines we've had available. But along comes uh, this resurgence of, of psychedelic research, and in particular for PTSD, MDMA-assisted psychotherapy. And if you look at studies done last year, led by MAPS, uh, phase two studies, 
over 70% of individuals six or 12 months later no longer even met criteria for PTSD. And this was after just two or three doses of MDMA plus a lot of psychotherapy along with it. So as a, as a psychiatrist, that's extremely exciting because you're not even taking a daily pill and it's blowing out of the water uh, treatment as usual. We're going to get to the business in a second, but talk about the science a little bit and uh, keeping in, keeping in mind that most people aren't scientists at home. What, what is it about psychedelics that can help solve the, uh, you know, a lot of these mental, mental health issues that traditional medicine from pharmaceutical companies just can't achieve? Yeah. So the, the other example I think that will illustrate that is psilocybin also, uh, with phase two data out for treatment resistant depression and being studied for things like end of life anxiety. And if you look at a treatment resistant depression study, patients who got just two doses of psilocybin plus therapy uh, had lasting changes in depression sustained uh, months, even a year later. And so why why they work so uh, profoundly is, a number of reasons. They they get the individual unstuck by uh, occasioning this, what, what you might call a non-ordinary state of consciousness. They get you outside of your yourself so you can see the forest from the trees and have a profound uh, experience connected with uh, things greater than your uh, individual struggle at the time. And, and that is lasting, especially with the with the therapy tied to it, where uh, the individual then has uh, a new perspective going forward and the ability to uh, show up in a new way in their own life. Yeah, and I've seen it firsthand in a couple of people. Obviously, I'm not going to reveal who or what relationship they have to me, whether friends or family, but I've seen it, and it's and it's fantastic. So that's this is what now we're going to get the business of no mind. But this is what I love about Nova Mind that. A, as investors, we have a chance to invest in a company that's already underway in this important industry. But the second part is, it's nice to know that as you're, you know, hopefully generating some wealth out of Novomind, at the same time, you know that so many people are being helped and are going to be helped. So where does Novomind fit in to this big industry? Because it is a big industry. Uh, Where does Novomind fit in? Yeah, and I like what you said about about the the mission it is a purpose-driven mission we're on to help people who are suffering and uh, bring hope and new options and so novamind is building the infrastructure we build clinics retreats and conduct research to accelerate the path from where we are here and what we have available now to bringing more and more of these tools to market and making them accessible to the people who need them most so we have uh, a number of clinics here in Utah, and that is growing and expanding. We also do research in psychedelic-assisted psychotherapy. And, uh, and in jurisdictions where these medicines are not yet available, we even have uh, therapeutic retreat options. For example, I work with a medicine called ayahuasca internationally uh, as, a, as a powerful psychedelic uh, therapeutic. And I'm glad it's a perfect segue. You brought in jurisdictions where these are allowed. What does the regulatory legal framework look for right now? Let's talk about 
the United States and, and maybe globally, if you have a sense for that. But let's talk about U.S. first. Uh, what is what? Because we know we know that cannabis went through, you know, state by state legalization ha hasn't been federally legalized yet. What's the situation with your industry? Yeah, it's a, it's a great question. And we have uh, ketamine and Spravato available and prescribable now that we give uh, to individuals every day in our clinics. I've been working with ketamine for the past 10 years or more, and it is a powerful uh, psychedelic medicine and, and therapy accelerator. It has a unique ability to get people uh, quick to give relief quickly from a severe depressive episode, uh, among other things. And then in 2019, a medicine called Spravato was approved, which is S-ketamine or a modified form of ketamine in a nasal spray form. So when that came out, uh, as a psychedelic medicine mental health company, we decided to uh, adopt it wholeheartedly and we've given over 2000 doses of it, all covered by the patient's insurance. Um, and the results have been, wow. uh, have been striking. And so coming next down the pipeline, uh, it looks like MDMA assisted psychotherapy for PTSD will be the, the next to get approved, whether that's later this year or next year sometime. That federal doctor or or is that state of utah that's uh that's by the us fda okay uh, that's encouraging it has a it's on the fast track of the fda um as a breakthrough therapy and entering phase three clinical trials just like uh psilocybin is so psilocybin isn't very far behind i would i would guess that we'll see an approval uh by the fda to prescribe psilocybin for treatment-resistant depression, you know, within the next one to two years. So the great thing is, on the on this side, on the psychedelic side, you're not seeing regulatory pushback, um, and and you're pretty happy with with how fast it, this is all happening. Yeah, yeah, it's been uh, it's been really inspiring to see uh, folks from all different fields and walks of life coming together to make this happen. We're not only seeing the, the fast track designations and the door open to do the research and get these things on the market, but even the, the political climate is changing. And in the US, you may have noticed legislation like in Oregon, psilocybin assisted psychotherapy being you know, approved for certain uses. And like it is, uh, like it, what's happening in Canada, around the compassionate use of psilocybin for uh, end-of-life anxiety, for example. Let's talk about the, your, your business plan. You've facilitated over 20,000 client visits in 2020. You're up, that's up over 100%. You've got clinics in Utah, four specifically, another one anticipating Q2. What's the rollout looking for Novamind? Are you going to focus on the Western US or is there a national rollout plan? How do you guys foresee the company growing uh, to meet, you know, to meet this great legislative environment, demand environment uh, for, for the industry? Yeah, there, there, is a, there is a national rollout plan. And, and while I can't speak to the timeline of that, of course, just yet, one thing I'm really excited about is a model we're rolling out in Park City, Utah pretty soon that we've been testing in other clinics that we call a hybrid clinic and retreat model where individuals can fly in from out of state 
and receive a course of psychedelic assisted psychotherapy uh, over the say a week or two period, uh, return home, continue on the therapy in between, come back for another uh, course of it when and if needed. And so that's, uh, that's another exciting part of the business model where these worlds are, are merging the, the clinics and the therapeutic retreats. And these retreats, I guess, are there to fill that gap where uh, a state uh, or even a country, even if, uh, if, if you're from somewhere in the world that ha isn't, hasn't legalized these yet, you can actually fly into these, uh, these retreats, correct? Is that, is that the yeah. idea? Yeah, like you could go to uh, Costa Rica, for example, or Peru and receive legal ayahuasca and therapy. You could go to uh, either the Netherlands or Jamaica and receive psilocybin assisted psychotherapy. But in the US, uh, we can do that with ketamine right now and spravato. And before too long, some of these other medicines that are coming down the pipeline that we've been talking about. Um, the past year, what have you seen in terms of obviously COVID-19 appears like it's had, we've, we're reading it, it's had significant uh, mental health impact on people of all ages. Uh, mm -hmm. How timely uh, is the Nova Mind business and, and how big of a problem, just maybe this is going to go a little bit outside the interview, but how, how big of a lasting problem do you think it's going to be? Because I can only imagine the anxiety uh, so many people are facing right now, fear of, fear of catching the virus, fear of dying, economic anxiety and all that. Uh, you know, how long do you see that? Do, do, do you see that lasting and how helpful is Nova Mind going to be in all that? Yeah, it's, it's really, uh, it's really motivated me to push even harder on this, on this crusade to bring healing tools to people who are suffering because we're all in this, uh, collective struggle together with, like you mentioned, a lot of fear, a lot of anxiety, a lot of isolation and, uh, Traditionally, in uh, before COVID and in, in other cultures, uh, connection is, is often the antidote to some of these things, and we've lost a lot of connection with each other. And so I've seen uh, so many clients whose struggle has gotten worse because of the pandemic and because they've lost some of their supports and because they, they worry so much about what's uh, going on in the world. Uh, if you look at depression, it's more common than cancer or heart disease. It's a leading cause of disability worldwide. This is pre-pandemic. You know, one in five to eight individuals in the US takes an antidepressant every day. And while they're helpful for many, the response rates of, of these medicines that are available now, uh, the traditional ones, are just, are just too low. Too many people are left uh, suffering and and that's where we have tools available now. And the demand uh, shows that we've, with Spravato, like I mentioned, uh, giving over 2000 doses and, and that's just increasing. Ketamine, we've given thousands of times to individuals with depression, PTSD, OCD, uh, severe anxiety. And uh, so there is hope on the horizon, even though we are in this, uh, uh, this hot mess together. Well, I sure hope so, right? That's, uh, it, again, part of the mission. Help people create shareholder value, but but help people along the way. You said something interesting earlier, I, and I meant to touch on that earlier, so I'm glad you kind of reminded me. You said one in five people, I think you said, are, ta are, are taking daily 
pharmaceuticals to try and help antidepressants. Uh, the great thing about ketamine and other psychedelics is that they don't, they're not daily, are they? No, no, they're, they're not. And, uh, in a typical protocol with say MDMA for PTSD, you'd have two or three dosing sessions separated by say a month between each. And, and that's when the majority are, the majority no longer even have PTSD after that. Unbelievable. Uh, yeah, and, and with psilocybin, it's the same thing. Ketamine even, if you look at uh, the response rates of ketamine, it's up there 60 to 70% of individuals will have a significant response in their depression. Mind you, that, that uh, is more of a temporary relief that ketamine brings, but that's why we practice uh, ketamine-assisted psychotherapy, where we bring the therapy component in and work hard with the client to make those uh, make those benefits stick. Do you think psychedelics have passed the acceptance hurdle? Because I'm assuming there must have been a time, maybe a year ago, two years ago, three years ago, where people were saying psychedelics. No, are you kidding me? Uh, that that sounds crazy. I'm I'm sure there was some kind of stigma because of you know, what we've thought about psychedelics, we thought it was just a crazy recreational drug. Uh, I know I did up until two, three years ago, I thought psychedelics, that's just, that's just crazy. Have yeah. we gotten over the acceptance hurdle with consumers? Because I guess they're, I guess I, that question is for consumers and for the medical community. Let's start with consumers first or, 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 yeah. or patients. I really think we have. I think there, while there's a, a lot of work to be done in the education, the awareness, the accessibility of these tools. Uh, I, I believe we've passed the tipping point or we're beyond the point of, of no return where this, uh, this much needed train uh, cannot be stopped because the, we as a people are, are asking for it or demanding for better ways of helping one another. And so I, I Get, I hear this conversation come up all the time. Even my, uh, my family members send me links about psilocybin, you know, whether it's my parents, my- That's <laughs> why they send them yeah. to you. <laughs> yeah. They read, you're right, actually. You're right all this time. Yeah, it's, uh, it's really been uh, heartwarming to see the reception by, you know, clients and prescribers alike and therapists for that matter, just embracing these tools uh, to, to give them as, as soon as we can. Well, uh, Doc, I can't wait to see what the impact is of psychedelics uh, on the world. Clearly, um, I think antidepressants and the, pharma, the traditional pharmaceutical uh, industry has done as well as they can. And obviously they've done some good things where there's no knock there, but it just seems like uh, between psilocybin, ketamine, and you know MDMA, and the things you've been talking about, that we could go to another level. And uh, I, all of us, there isn't one of us who's watching this or listening to this that has been impacted either directly or a family member or friends, associates who are who are suffering from you know from from mental health issues and mental wellness. And uh, if you guys can make a massive dent in that, then you know, that, that's just going to be fantastic. I'm going to leave the last words to you for everyone at home as to, you know, what, what you'd like to make sure they know. Well, uh, thank you, George, for 
the questions uh, and the, the discussion. I really enjoyed it because we are entering this new era of psychedelic medicine. And, uh, and in Nova Mind, we're just so dedicated to advancing the research, bringing these tools to the people and, and catalyzing this healing and uh, personal wellness that we all that we all need and deserve. So thank you for, for having me and listening. Uh, look, the easy part was having you. Thanks to you and the great team at Nova Mind. And look, there's so much more we could talk about at Nova Mind, uh, but I think it's important to get this first one, 30,000 foot view of the industry, the company, what you guys are doing. And you know, we're gonna have you guys on several times in 2021 just digging deeper and deeper but you you make it easy doctor and i'm not just saying that as an empty platitude because this is an exciting industry and you guys are an exciting business and i got to tell you i'm two-thirds more excited about what it means to the world i am a shareholder i'm an investor so naturally you want that to be you know part of the success but i think i'm two-thirds excited by about what you guys may do in terms of impacting the, the world well thank you i appreciate it for everybody at home, you've been watching or you've been listening by podcast on Spotify, Google, Apple, or your favorite podcast platform to, to Dr. Reed Robison. He's chief medical officer and director at Nova Mind. The company trades on the CSC under the stock symbol NM, Nancy Mary. Uh, look, we know that this whole industry, uh, this whole contract is new to many of you. It's gaining momentum. We're seeing a lot of great success in the markets. More importantly, we're seeing a lot of great acceptance uh, in, in, in the world, but you still got to do your due diligence, especially for those of you who are new to the industry and especially for those of you who are new to Novamind. So two things, get to the Agoracom hub for Novamind, take a look at the profile section because we know there's a lot to absorb. We've kind of broke it down to, for you in layman's terms and organized fashion as possible. We don't, we're not trying to make you experts on psychedelics, but we want you to really understand the industry in Novamind. And then from there, use the link over the Novamind site a lot of great information there so you can do all your due diligence and hopefully today you discovered your next great small cap company. Thanks for joining us. Have a great day. See you next time.